What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. We have a special one today. As you guys know from the last podcast, I've been looking at YouTube movies um, that are free just because I have figured something out. And next week, I will do an actual horror movie. I have one set for that. But I, I've i been looking at most of them, kind of researching them, because most of them I don't know, okay? Like TMNT, I knew. Um, there's a couple on there that are classics and some of the like famous actors, old movies and stuff like that. But most of these, I don't know. So I've been kind of, uh, really looking at them and seeing which ones look interesting. And I found one, I found one I'm going to talk about this week. Next week, I will do an actual horror movie. I know TMNT is not horror. Um, uh, this one, it, on the internet, it said horror slash thriller. I'll talk more about that, you know, once we get into the the actual movie, which will be quick. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk my head off just like I do the other podcast. But um, next week I will actually do a horror movie on there, and I'm sure it's gonna be bad. I think I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes, and it is. Um, and this one, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. We are reviewing Anacondas Two. Uh, search for the blood orchid it's something like that right and so i grew up watching the first anaconda i don't think i watched this one I'm pretty sure maybe if i watched it i was super young and once or something but the first anaconda i grew up watching like crazy and i know luis is going to be a big fan of this because he loved that movie and i liked it too but definitely not as much as him and Anacondas, it, the first one, it was, it, it's kind of like a nostalgia, you know what I mean? I know it's bad, but I still really like it, you know? And I saw, like I said, YouTube free movies. Um, there was Anacondas 2, the second one, and In Search of the Blood Orchid. And so I thought, it'll be a nice little nostalgia piece. Let's go back and watch it. This one made it, this one was made in 2004. So at that point I was like seven years old. Um, and so let's go back and watch it, see how it is, see how it holds up to today's time. Right. And so I'm just going to get into it. Okay. I eventually throughout the podcast, you guys will see what I think about it, but, um, on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm pretty, Damn, ruining my podcast, man. That was Ollie. They play around. I promise she's fine. Um, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm pretty sure it got a 26%. Yeah, 26% tomato meter. And the audience score was 27%. So very interesting. This isn't like one of those movies where the tomato meter is super low, but the audience really likes it. Um, or, you know, the tomato meter is like 20% and then the audience score is like 50. So like 50, 50, some people liked it. Some people didn't this one. It's right there. I mean, 26 and 27, the same amount of people, uh, voted against it. So we, we're definitely going to take a look at it and see why, why that is, why it's rated so low. If I agree that it should be rated so low, et cetera. Let's just get into it, okay? So, I, like I said, first shots, I love them, okay? I feel like there's there's got to be meaning behind them and stuff like that. The first shot, I really loved, okay? I 
I started watching this and I immediately was like, okay, this movie's going to suck, blah, blah, blah. It's 26%. And then after the first shot, man, I don't know. I kind of got my hopes up. Okay. The first shot was, it was shots of like air helicopter, because I'm sure back in the day there was no drones, but it was like helicopter shots of the jungle, right? The jungle that they were going to go to, right? Where the movie, most of the movie took place. And at first I thought, oh, it's just a freaking, you know, it's just a freaking uh, establishing shot, you know, boo, trash, give me something else, right? And then I realized what they were doing. So if you guys have ever seen any like maps with elevation, right? Um, The maps with elevation, they measure the elevation through lines in the map, and the you know the more lines the higher elevated it is the less you know it's flat stuff like that right and so they showed that superimposed with the terrain of the jungle and it kind of made it look like long ass snakes all over the jungle because i mean that's what it made me think of it's about a long snake or big snake anacondas and uh they superimposed the elevations with that jungle And it was just so dope, even though the jungle might not be, you know, mountains and stuff or whatever. It might be flat. They put some of those in there and it made it look like there was just a bunch of snakes. Like, obviously, they weren't actual snakes. They were lines, but the lines looked like they could be snakes. So I thought, wow, they're about to really give us a masterpiece here. Okay, and then also there was different, um, you know, different shots being superimposed uh, of the jungles and stuff. And I thought it was, I thought that was super cool too, because it made it seem like the jungle was just this like maze or just this other reality type world where you can get lost. You know, one, you know, at one moment you're looking at this at the next moment, it blends into a whole different terrain and stuff like that. Um, and it just, everything blended together and the superimposition of the the different shots made it seem that way or, you know, made me think of that. So I immediately I was like, yo, this first shots, man, chef's kiss, chef's kiss. It just immediate masterpiece. Okay. Um, now is it going to be a masterpiece? We'll see. Um, but yeah, I love the first shot. If, if you guys, I'm going to have to try to find a clip. I don't think there's going to be some, uh, but if I find a clip, I'll put it, you know, but it's, the first shot was just amazing. Okay. And then obviously it is an establishing shot, right? But there's more to the establishing shot. So after the establishing first shot, we go into uh, the actual jungle and we see some natives like, um, you know, native people that aren't out in the world and stuff like that. They live in the jungle and the natives are hunting, you know, wildlife and there's a tiger and stuff like that. And they're, it looks like they're hunting the tiger, which is pretty impressive. It's a tiger. You feel me out of nowhere. The animals start to go crazy, just screaming and running and birds are flying away and stuff like that. And then you see the tiger come and attack and it's kind of a jump scare. We'll talk about how this is, if this is a horror or not, it's kind of a jump scare. So the tiger comes and attack, but it's actually running away. It pays no attention to the 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 natives that are trying to hurt it is just dipping out and it's not running from the natives obviously because it ran towards the natives not away from them it ran towards them and then away from them so the natives see this and they also start to run away and there's once one native in you know in particular that's the word 
that gets caught by the anaconda. Um, and you don't get to see the full thing. There's little glimpses of it here and there. Um, and he ends up falling off like a little tiny waterfall cliff looking thing. And he falls to the water. He starts swimming. He tries to climb. And this is when I started being like, okay, what's going on here? Right. He start. he tries to climb up like a vine and the vine breaks. And here's when I was like, okay, either this movie's good or what's going on? Because immediately I thought, what about Tarzan? Tarzan swings from vines, doesn't he? And they don't break then. I mean, this guy was definitely not heavier than Tarzan. Tarzan is buff. You know what I mean? He got the muscles and all that. This guy was not necessarily buff. He was, you know, kind of skinny, kind of maybe he looked like if a, if a long distance track runner decided to go to the gym and gain weight and he was about two months in, that's what he looked like. Okay. And the vine broke. I was like, what's going on? Okay. Why is that vine so weak? I don't know. That caused him to get dragged into the water, obviously die. And that's how we start. It's just like a scary little scene. Well, I don't even know if I want to say scary. Okay. It, it, it was a, a thrilling, it, it's a horror thriller. So it'd be more thriller than horror. We see a little glimpse of the anaconda, but we don't get the full thing. And so we move on from that. That's like the very beginning. That's the first scene. Just to kind of give us an example of the anaconda and, you know, the natives and stuff like that. So then we go to New York. This is where the actual story starts. In New York, we see a couple people. We meet a couple people. I want to go ahead and get this out the way because I'm going to have trouble seeing this or um, what's the word? Kind of getting through my notes because I didn't learn the name of everybody in the movie until literally the last 30 minutes. Um, there was a couple times where I was like, I was just writing man's or, you know, the man's friend or something like that, because I had no idea what anybody's name was. Like, honestly, we meet Gordon, uh, Gordon and, um, Jack, Gordon and Jack, Gordon and Jack are research partners or partners. And Jack is a doctor that's doing research, right? They meet with this higher up company and uh, the company tells them that they are going to liquidate um, the company because, you know, either A, they're not doing good enough. They don't have no money, whatever that may be. So Gordon tells Jack, show him the blood orchid. Jack gives him a presentation about this flower that they found. The flower blooms every seven years and it's only in bloom for about six weeks. And they got, you know, a sample of the flower, but not enough to do research on it. And they believe that the flower prolongs cellular life. They believe that the flower prolongs cellular life. Um, so basically there was research where there was, you know, a, a guy that said that the reason we die is because cells can only replicate each other um, a certain amount of times before, you know, they, they have some sort of toxins or something like that. And then we die. And this flower prolonged the amount of times that a cell could replicate. And so basically this was the fountain of youth. Um, 
the the company gets excited about this stuff one of them i thought it was kind of hilarious he said this is going to be bigger than viagra i mean they were getting hyped okay if it's bigger than viagra i mean this is saying something because viagra when that came out boy let me tell you these these upper you know middle-aged men were getting crazy heart attacks everywhere okay so and they they go ahead and tell him like okay the the flower is only in bloom for another two weeks so we have to go now um and they get the okay to go to borneo that's where it's taking place borneo indonesia right i think pretty sure it's indonesia now we go to borneo we're born we're in borneo it's rainy it's super rainy they're by the sea they need a boat to get to the place you know where the flower blooms and uh, they go to, you know, the seaside docks where all the boaters are and stuff like that. And um, they said that, you know, they, they needed a boat, but the the guy who they hired refused to take them because it's the rainy season. So they figure out, he said, he can take you, but it'll be like three weeks or so. Well, the flower is not in, the flower won't be in bloom for, you know, that, that amount of time. So they need to go now. Um, and at, cause at this point, you know, they've gone to Borneo, um, they're from New York and stuff like that. So while all that stuff happened a week, a week passed. So now there's only one more week for the flower to bloom, to be in bloom. Um, and then they hear about somebody that can take them because, you know, whatever, you know, they're, they're greedy. They like money, whatever it may be. There's one person that will go through the rainy season and go through the river and his name is Jin Soon. Okay. Very important name, Jin Soon. Oh, also at this point, there's Gordon, Jack, Gail, Sam. Um, and there is a bunch of, you know, they, Gail is part of the company. Sam is a researcher. We'll get into them later on too, but Jin Soon, remember that name. So they go to a bar of some sort. There's some red doors and they say, this is where we need to go. They go to the bar, they make a couple jokes about, you know, somebody dealing drugs or gambling, whatever it may be, right? Stupid jokes. They shouldn't have been in the movie, whatever. Just go into the bar. So they go into the bar and they meet who they think is Jin Soon. It's this Indonesian man, um, Asian, and they start talking to him. They ask for a boat. They tell him that they can give him 25000 to take him. And... <clears throat> The guy's like, nah, 50. And they're like, come on now, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I know that you know that nobody else is going to take you. So whatever price I want is what you're going to pay me. And they're like, cool. Um, takes them over there. And then they meet other way around. They, they meet the real Jin Soon. So this guy that they met was Jin Soon's friend. Um, his real name is, Tr well, his name is Tran. And I I didn't learn that until um, like 30 minutes before the movie ended. And I I was having trouble. I was having so much trouble taking notes for this guy because I didn't know his name. I just, I just said Jin Soon's friend or whatever. So they meet Jin Soon. Jin Soon ends up being a white guy. Um, and his real name is Bill Johnson. We'll refer to him as Bill because... Bill is easier than Jin Soon. So Bill Bill Johnson, the white guy Jin Soon, is randomly in Indonesia. Why? We don't know. Okay, we'll eventually learn why, but they don't tell us they don't even give us a clue. Um and he tells them they could rent the boat 
for 25, but he will drive it for 50. This is where the whole 50 thing came up. Um, they agree. Cool. They go, um, the next day they go to the boat to get in and we meet a couple new characters. Um, Cole, black guy. He's a tech wizard. He, everything technology he knows, he's really good at it. And then we meet Ben. Ben is a doctor that, you know, he knows, um, Jack and Sam and all those researchers somehow. And they figured might as well take a doctor just in case, you know, somebody trips or there's a scratch or something happens. Right. So Ben is there. He's a doctor. He goes with them. Now Sam goes to her room and Bill goes in with her and says, you know, this is where you can sleep. You and the other female, blah, 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 whatever. And there's a real funny line. I thought it was real funny. He says, if you need anything, you're shit out of luck. It's, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of giggled. I kind of giggled at it because I thought, well, yeah, I mean, you're on a boat. If you need anything and it's not on here, whatever, you know what I mean? So he tells her that and Bill's trying to figure out and he's telling him like, yo, we're going to go here. And if I see the river's too dangerous, we're going to turn back and take a detour, stuff like that. And they're like, can you not just make up a route right now? And they're like, no, we need to figure out. My boy Cole, he gets his computer, he starts doing his hacker computer type stuff, and he's like, hey, if I just interpolate the weather patterns from the past 10 years and the the river, blah, 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 I can make up this, and he comes up with a route that they can take, Um, and we're all good there. So now the other girl, uh, her name is Gail. See, I have written down other girl because I still don't know her name, Gail, which is the one that is the representative of the company that's given them the money for the research. Gail goes to her room and here's something in the closet and there's some scary sounds, you know, you know how scary movies are. There's the sounds are what make it, make it scary. And the slowness, the suspension, it's building. She's in the closet. She opens the closet, nothing there. And then boom, a jump scare, a very good, cause it got me. I ain't gonna lie. The jump scare got me. A monkey comes flying out <clears throat> And she goes out and she's screaming. She's like, there's something in there. It got me. Jinsoon goes in there and takes the monkey out. He has him on his shoulder and his name is Kong. He is the cutest monkey I've ever seen in my life. The best part of this movie, 110%. I love this monkey. This monkey made the movie worth it for me. This move, this monkey is amazing. Okay. Um, I, I, um, they have a phone conversation. They're trying to get like signal on their phones and stuff like that. I wrote phone phone convo was corny, whatever that may be. Uh, ben, Ben at this point, like, so at this point they're in the boat and they're go, they're, you know, in the water, right? They're driving to the destination. Ben, the doctor, um, I said, Ben tries to bone Sam. He's flirting like a creep, but she ends up taking it well. So I learned throughout this movie, I guess nobody likes Gail. Maybe she's just like her attitude and stuff like that doesn't scream, hey, you know, let's do it. Sam really doesn't either. I mean, Sam is like the cuter one, I guess, technically, but I don't know why they like sexualized her that much. Um, I'm going to I know what I'm going to name the podcast, but it's interesting that they that they did that because 
I don't feel like they had to like at all. It was just literally just stuff in there to kind of make it interesting. But I guarantee if you took out all that sexual tension, nothing like it doesn't, it doesn't ruin the movie. It doesn't change it, whatever. But there's sexual tension between Sam and literally every other guy that's in there. Okay. Ben is trying to flirt with her being a creep, just straight, like not even saying like, you're cute. Hey, let's talk. Let's hang out, blah, blah, blah. He's like, Hey, I mean, we're on the boat. Might as well fuck. You know what I mean? Like it's stuff like that. It's very weird. Um, and then the other girl sees that. And then the other girl insinuates that Sam is doing sexual favors for the job that she got because she just got hired. She, she's straight out of college and got hired, um, for, for, uh, Jack, the researcher and all that and, and Gordon and, and all them starts to insinuate. Maybe she's doing some sexual favors, not straight up telling her, but, you know, just saying it, you know, kind of, kind of stuff like that. We can find out Ben, he's not only a doctor, he can cook. So he cooks everybody food and all that as they're eating the cute ass monkey tries to steal a banana. Um, Jin Soon's like, nah, bro, you already ate. Get out of here. So he goes to the top of the boat and they're going through, like I said, it's like a river and there's branches hanging from, you know, the top as they're passing by. The branches have like oranges or something. So the monkey tries to grab a fruit. He's at the top. He tries to grab a fruit. He ends up climbing on the branch. Well, the boat's going to keep going. So he gets left behind and, um, as he grabs the fruit, he starts being chased by an anaconda. Uh, the monkey climbs the tree. The anaconda also climbs the tree. And the monkey gets eaten. And I wrote this in all caps. I said, already, period. The best part of this movie is over at 20 minutes. I was pissed. I almost stopped watching. I ain't gonna lie. This was last night. I almost stopped watching it because I was so pissed that they introduced that cute-ass monkey. And then they just killed him off. Like why i was so unbelievably bad um there's a huge screech and we obviously know it's the monkey and so they they go back to the boat the, the camera goes back to the boat and it's bill is you know listening out there and they're like yo what was that and he said something's getting eaten it's the jungle everything gets eaten out here not knowing he's talking about his monkey right so then we go to the next day. Gail is talking on the phone, trying to talk with the company and stuff like that, right? Gail ends up falling off the boat while talking on the phone because she leans on the door. They start to make fun of her and stuff like that. And like, you know, maybe let go of the phone. Maybe it's weighing you down type stuff like that. Um, and then we see she has a cut on her arm that's getting blood everywhere in the water. So then... I thought I wrote alligator, but later in the movie, we find out it was a crocodile because Bill corrects Sam. Anyways, I'm just going to say crocodile because I know now the crocodile, there's a crocodile in the water and it tries to get her. Well, Jin Soon, who has a Jin Soon, Bill, I wrote Jin Soon, but Bill has like a stick that's trying to, you know, he's trying to make her grab. Um, He sees there's an, there's a crocodile. So he jumps in stupid. I don't know if it's stupid or brave um, 
to me is stupid. Just let her just, you know, whatever, man. They, that's her problem. I don't know why she jumped in the water, but I'm not jumping in the water with a crocodile in there. That's their, I mean, if we're in land, maybe, you know, I can juke them out or do something crazy. You feel me? But in the water, that's their element. No shot. I'm going into their element and trying to mess with them. Zero percent chance. No, but he jumps in and ends up saving her, gets her on the boat. This man proceeds to turn around and wrestle the alligator. I mean, straight John Cena WWE wrestles this alligator in the water, starts stabbing it with a knife. The alligator does the the rolling thing. It might be an, the crocodile. I don't know what it is. The reptile. The crocodile does the rolling thing, you know, the, the roll of death or whatever it's called. And he ends up going under for a second everybody's you know like oh what's going on bill that's supposed to be our captain he's supposed to take us there and all that stuff they're freaking out bill then comes back up and we find out he has killed the alligator doubtful okay okay you've okay you you've introduced bill as a really strong character now if he dies at the end of the movie i don't know because man's killed a crocodile with his bare hands in the crocodile's element so I don't know, man. I, whatever, right? I wouldn't have done it. Man's just killed the, I mean, I already said it. Man's killed a crocodile. Like, what? So, go back on the boat. Ben stitches up Gail, Ben the doctor. Okay. Um, then they start talking about the flower a little bad, a, a little, a little more, and, and, you know, telling Bill what the flower is and why they're so you know, excited to go get the flower and stuff like that. And then boom, what do you know? The monkey's back. I was so happy. The monkey is back. Didn't die. I don't know how. Technically, they didn't show us him dying. So, you know, it's kind of that little cliche, that little overused shit where you don't see the character die. So technically, it's he's not dead, right? Um, The monkey's back. The monkey's not dead. I was really happy, but also like, I kind of thought he was dead, you know, just let him die, whatever now. Now it's night. Jack is drunk. Jack also tries to flirt with Sam and tries to do her. And that's, again, this is what I'm saying. Like, why, bro? Like, literally, why? It doesn't make sense. Whatever. Like, every, but everyone is trying to do Sam. Not Gail. Gail, there's another female there, but not Gail for some reason everyone is trying to do sam um bill comes and tells jack that the river is starting to get too high so at this point bill tells jack i need to talk to you they go up there bill's like yo the river's getting too high it's getting flooded it's getting way too dangerous we're gonna have to turn around i know what i told y'all whatever blah 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 and jack's like no you have to go you have to go and bill's like well another 50 and i'll go and he jack's like all right it's a deal i'll pay you for my own you don't even have to be the company i'll pay you another 50 to keep going but keep going i don't care how risky it is right and then i have gail gets a little freaky weird with mitchell so at this point you know like i said it's night mitchell's drinking uh gail is drinking they're all drinking and mitchell has tits just out basically not mitchell gail gail has just tits just out and she like leans over the table and like it it's like a 
almost like trying to seduce him, but also talking business. So it's kind of weird, but they have that little situation. I don't know. It, it kind of, it, it sets up, I think the right thing, but just in the wrong way, it sets up the fact that there, there's a little bit of tension between, uh, Mitchell Gordon. I mean, see, this is what I'm talking about. They, they even call Gordon Mitchell. It's this, it's the same person. Gordon is Mitchell, but they call them different names throughout the movie. Like, why do you do that? I, this is what I'm talking about. The names are so stupid. Gordon, Gordon, Gail and Gordon. Okay. It, it reveals a little tension between Gail and Gordon. Gail doesn't think that they should do this research. Gail thinks the flower is stupid, whatever. They shouldn't do it. Gordon obviously is, you know, the the head of the research. So he wants to go get it and he believes that it's going to change the world and stuff like that. Right. Whatever they did in the wrong way. Cause why make Gail like, you know, kind of seducey towards Gordon? I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense. The next day they wake up, Bill sees that the river's flooded. There's, you know, logs everywhere and stuff like that. And, um, Tran, his friend is steering the boat. He has the night shift, I guess. Um, he asked Tran, like, you make sure that, you know, you haven't missed your turn. He's like, no, nah, I haven't missed it. I know the river's flooded, but I know it. And then they, uh, some, something happens to the boat. The rudder's jammed. He wakes everyone up. Bill's like, Hey, get up, get up, get up. We have a situation. He goes to the engine. He tries to fisk it, fisk it, fix it. And he sees that there's a blown head gasket. Now I don't know anything about engines. I'm just repeating what they said. There's a blown head gasket and the rudder's jammed. That's all I know. So the current is taking them straight to a waterfall. Bill does his best, tries his best to turn the boat around and, you know, crank the, the engine, but they, he can't fight against the current. So they end up falling down the waterfall. When they fall down the waterfall, uh, you know, everybody gets thrown out and, you know, stuff like that. And I don't know actually how they survived, but they survived. Okay. As they, as, um, they swim to shore and as Sam is coming out, you see that the anaconda is in the water swimming around her. It's a nice little shot. It's subtle. It makes you think like, oh, you know, it's going to happen. It gets you a little, you know, riled up. The suspension builds a little bit just to let you know, like, hey, I know we we've been bullshitting on this boat. The anaconda is coming. OK, the anaconda's here. You'll see it here in a second. It was kind of it was a nice little, you know, foreshadowing little thing that they gave us that kind of made us keep wanting to watch because at this point i was getting like bro is this an anaconda movie or is this jungle cruise with the rock and kevin hart like what's going on you feel me and so like i said they're out there they're on shore and they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do right and bill tells him hey i have a friend with a boat he can meet us blah 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 uh somewhere else they're like, okay just call your friend whatever um and he tells him, okay, we can go down the river. It'll be a two-day hike. Or we can cut through the jungle. It'll be one day. And so, you know, they'll be there by nightfall. They choose the one day through the jungle. Dumbasses, in my opinion, okay? Uh, you're One day, you know, they have a week. They've missed one. Uh, they, they've gone through one day. And they go two more days. That's three days. They still have four days 
to get to the flower and get it because, you know, it's going to be in bloom for another four days. You can get to it in maybe two days. Boom. You have the flower and you still have two days to spare. Spend one day getting the flower and then you still have another day. I mean, it's so stupid to go through the jungle. I wouldn't have done it. I'd have been like, nope, let's go down the river. I don't give a shit. Like there's so much stuff in that jungle you don't know about. I'm not doing it, right? I'm not doing it. And then I also thought, I don't know, maybe, maybe I would have done, maybe I said, I don't want to hike two days, but really thinking about it, I wouldn't have gone through the jungle straight up, but they were trying to get to the flower. So they made that decision to get to the flower. And this is a good time to bring up this point. I think that they did a good job with trying to add suspension or trying to add some sort of a time frame to their goal. Because if they didn't have that time frame, then they would have just been safer. But it was because of the fact that the flower only bloomed once every seven years. And when it did bloom, it bloomed for six weeks. And at this point, they only had one week left of of it to be in bloom. I think that is the reason, you know, like, obviously, that time frame that they set is very important to all the decisions they made. Now, the only problem is that that time frame is the only thing that drives this plot. And I'll, you know, every decision that they make is based on the time frame that they have. And I think that's like I said, the time frame, it does a good job in giving the goal importance and giving it suspension and, you know, all that stuff like that. It just seems like it's the only thing that drives the plot for some people. Okay, we'll get to that. So they're hiking through the jungle. Ben, like I said, is still trying to do Sam. He's still trying to flirt with her. And he says, um, you know, Cole is in the back complaining, the, the tech wizard. He's a real funny dude, but he's in the back complaining. And Ben tells Sam, you know, this separates the, you know, the men from the pretenders. And Sam says, yeah, you're right. And she looks at Bill, who's in the front you know, the captain, the Jack dude, he's in the front. He just killed a crocodile. He's in the front machete and stuff and leading them and stuff like that. So Ben's like, Psh, what that? Yeah. Anybody can do that. So Ben goes to the front and he tells Bill, Hey, let me get the machete. And he's trying to look good for Sam. And he winks at her and Bill catches this. He's like, whatever, just take it. Just make sure, you know, whatever they get to a swamp at this point, they're waist deep. And if they go around the swamp, they lose another day. Again, the time frame comes up. They don't want to lose a single day. So they decide to go through the swamp. And at this point, I wrote so far, the decisions are making sense. They're making sense because of the time frame. But it's just very, I mean, the things that are in that swamp, man, it's just insane. Um, but that time frame, again, I think that if that time frame wasn't there, this movie's trash. But that time frame being there really helps them um, support all the bad decisions that they make in the movie. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> as they're going through the swamp, the monkey is going over it with the trees. And we get this monkey POV and we say anaconda all throughout the water. It's super dope. Nice shot. You can tell it's CGI, but it's a cool shot. Um, and the anaconda is all over the water. Out of nowhere, you see or Cole feels something move in the water. He starts freaking out. And then Ben hums the Jaws theme. The dun-na, 
Dun-na. I don't even know if y'all can y'all can't see it, but I have a Jaws poster <clears throat> right above this one and right above this. There's a Jaws poster. <clears throat> so I thought it was a nice little callback. Both of the things are in the water. Both are big monsters in the water. Um, you know, obviously it's it's a vast uh, area that they don't know. Like the jungle, it, you know, can be compared to the ocean. It's just vast. It's huge. They're cutting through um the the monsters you know threatening to eat them i mean it's a very it's it's very <clears throat> i don't know how to explain it it's the, the similarities are there um there's obviously one guy who's there to guide them through um but in jaws obviously he's they're hunting the shark whereas in this they're hunting the flower and the you know the 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 anaconda is there basically just protecting its territory. Okay. Um, so I like, I like that nice little Easter egg thing with the jaws theme. Um, and so Ben starts humming that towards Sam to get her kind of, you know, scared, you know, you know, sometimes you flirt. So you scare them to kind of, I don't know. It's a weird way of flirting, but I've done it before. So I can't really say anything. And Ben dies. Ben gets eaten by the anaconda, dragged down. And I said, LOL, nice. What a dickhead. I hated Ben so much. I hated Ben so much. I'm so glad he was the first one to go out of the whole group. Ben was just a dickhead. His whole goal, he he had, first off, no reason to be there. He's not a scientist. Um, He was just a doctor, which I guess there's a reason, but like, who cares? You're all supposed to be safe anyways. Just take a first aid kit. Y'all don't know how to put band-aids on. Whatever. The other, the other day I cut myself at work right there. I don't know if y'all can see it. I'll see if maybe it can focus. I cut myself at work. I just put super glue on that thing, bro. I mean, anybody can be a doctor, really. You feel me? So Ben, no reason to be there. He dies. He's the first one. His whole goal in there is really just to do Sam. He has no other goal. He doesn't care about the flower. He doesn't care about anything. The whole expedition, he's just trying to do Sam, which makes, you know, there's nothing to drive the plot in, in his goals. So boom, he's, he's out of here. He, his only, his only thing in the movie was just to introduce the anaconda and introduce the fact that there's a threat in the jungle. And now they must be careful. Right. And so, um, I wrote the CGI laugh my ass off because it's bad. Let me tell you, the CGI is bad. And now look, I'm looking at it in a 2022 perspective. The CGI was really bad, but I'm sure at that point, it was kind of dope seeing a big ass snake just all over the place, right? <clears throat> and they start running, dipping out. Cole is freaking out and he has this amazing line. He says, I watched the Discovery Channel. We got no chance. It's hilarious. Cole is my favorite character in this movie, hands down. After the monkey, the monkey is also, you know, monkey's my favorite character. Cole is my favorite second character, actual human. Cole's my favorite human in the movie, hands down. He's so funny. All the shit he says is just dumb. Um, and he's, he's scared. He's what I would act like, honestly, if, if I was there, but the stuff he says is funny. I mean, Cole is just amazing. And, um, Bill tells him like, yo, calm down. We shouldn't run into another one that big. It's the biggest one he's seen. Um, and then Gail wants to leave. Gail's like, yo, fuck this expedition. We're not doing this. I don't care about it that much. Um, let's 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 dip out. 
And Jack is like, nah, we've, you know, we came this far. It's not going to bloom for another seven years. We got to stay. We got to get the flower. And then we will go home safely. Um, Sam has an awesome idea. Hey, let's get to the boat and stop arguing here. And then we'll make the decision there. Beautiful. Why are y'all there? Just make the decision somewhere else where it's not in the middle of the swamp where somebody just died. Right. So they're like, okay, cool. Let's get to the boat. Bill then tells Jack, hey, that deal we made about getting y'all there, it's over. I'm done. Somebody died. This was never meant to happen. So that deal we made, keep your 50K. I'm not taking y'all there. I'm going home. So then they keep hiking. And Bill tells Sam about the deal that they had. And Bill's like, I thought he would have told you. And she's like, why would you say that? And he's like, I don't know. Bill was kind of hinting at the fact that, hey, maybe y'all were something, right? Obviously, they weren't. Um, but nevertheless, he told Sam about the, the 50K that, you know, Jack promised him to take him through the river, even though he was too risky. So now Sam knows. Then we get through a little bit more and there's some leeches on Cole. This scene is kind of funny. Cole's freaking out doing Cole things. Right. And um, Bill takes the leech and burns it and then whatever. Um, and then Cole turns around and lifts his shirt up and there's leeches everywhere. Then people start, you know, patting themselves and looking and stuff like that. The scene, I don't know if it was, I think it just introduced that there's other animals out there other than anacondas, but like we know, I mean, they're, they're in the jungle. I figured there's different animals. Um, it just introduced different or different, different monsters, maybe, or different things that they had to get through the jungle and not just the anaconda, but like, doesn't really, it doesn't really come up again. The leeches don't come up again ever, you know, ever. Um, they introduced something after this that is important, but the leeches don't come up again. So it was just a funny little scene where Cole had some leeches on him. He was fine. So after that, they discover a spider. Apparently the spider's never been discovered before, but Tran... Bill's friend knows about it because he's local to Indonesia. And he tells him that if the spider bites you, you will turn to stone for two days, AKA you'll be paralyzed for two days. You won't be able to move. Um, and it's pretty, pretty rapid too. So then we go to, uh, Bill's friend, the dr the, uh, the guy that's supposed to take him on, on his boat. We find out he's drinking. He's he's plastered. I mean, he's sloshed, okay, out of his mind on the boat. And he comes across the anaconda. Anaconda climbs up on the boat, grabs his ass, okay? He grabs him. He's he's struggling, you know, he he reaches for a box. The box has a telephone and a gun. And he reaches for the box. He he can't get to the box, so he you know goes to the boat throttle thing. He shifts the boat or turns the boat, and he pulls the throttle. So the the boat's going really fast, and the boat ends up running ashore and exploding as he's being dragged by the anaconda into the water. Right. So the people, you know, all of the expedition, Bill and them. They see the explosion and they're like, oh, crap. So they run to it. They go straight to the smoke. They find the boat and they see a bottle on the ground and they think that he just got drunk and lost control of the boat. And, it, and you know, he died. He exploded. 
um, which we know that's not true. The anaconda got him, but yeah, it makes it it makes it seem like okay, that makes sense. Man was just drinking and you know whatever. So they find the boat and they start searching the wreckage for anything they can use. And I thought he was even. I thought it was funny. Even the monkey was helping. The monkey was looking through stuff. This I'm telling you, this monkey is the best. This monkey is what makes the movie. Um, Bill uh, finds a Bill's friend Tran. He finds a flare gun, right? Flare, they can shoot up signals. It's important. It's, I, I, I learned a rule the other day about filmmaking, and it's if you introduce a gun, you better use it later on in the movie. And they do. They, uh, both of the guns, the real gun and the flare gun, they both use them later on in the movie, so props to them. The spider plays an important role later on in the movie. Like I said, the leeches, you'll never see them again. So they have a little bit of stuff where... All these scenes are going to further the plot later on in the movie, except for the leeches. Like, it doesn't make sense. Uh, But it's funny, so I'll give them that. So, like I said, they find the flare gun and all that that stuff. Tran is then telling them, like, yo, there are some natives around this area. We can go to them, and maybe they can help us. They used to be headhunters. Maybe we can find them and get a boat from them and then we can dip out. And Cole is sketched out because they're headhunters, right? Like he just said, bro, they they used to just kill people, right? And Tran tells him like, yo, they haven't practiced headhunting in a while, but it doesn't mean they know how to do it, blah, blah, blah. Um, so they keep hiking and they're going towards the natives. And we see another jump scare. There's a guy that falls from a tree. And he's kind of just in all the nasty goo. And you can tell the anaconda got his ass, right? And then Bill tells him that the anaconda will spit their food out if they feel threatened. They'll spit their 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 their, their food out and they'll they'll go eat something else. And he says there shouldn't be another one unless it's mating season, which it is, right? Um, so Cole says something like there's going to be a snake orgy. I'm telling you, Cole is hilarious. He he says something about there's a snake orgy somewhere out there and all that stuff. They keep hiking. They eventually find the village and guess what? The village is destroyed. It's completely destroyed. There's a huge anaconda with a slash in its stomach and there's a person in there dead. Obviously, I mean, everybody in the village is gone. So they go and look and they find out that they also took their boats. They come up with this genius plan. There's all this wood, all the stuff that they left. Let's just build a boat, like a little raft, right? So they're like, okay, cool. As they're building the boat, Jack finds a flower within the village, right? And he figures out, okay, the snakes are growing so big because these people eat the flower. These animals eat the flower. Everything here doesn't age like that, but they're eating the flower, right? The snakes eat those things too. So the, the flower is part of the food chain in the snake's diet. And (coughs) (coughs) because it's part of that diet, they also don't grow or they don't get old. And the thing about anacondas apparently is from the movie, I don't know if this is true or not. Anacondas don't stop growing until they die. Like they'll just keep growing. They'll keep growing. That's why they get so big. Okay. And he says, since they don't die 
as as fast as other anacondas they just keep getting big and that's why they're so huge so now jack wants to go down the other river so there's two ways there's this way to go home there's this way to get to the the place where the flower blooms now that jack has seen the flower he really wants to go get the flower so jack wants to go down the other river and get the flower but he's the only one that wants to go everyone and even you know everyone even gordon and all them are like no we got to go home so sam tells the group about the deal and they all start turning on him you know she's like hey he offered him 50k even though he knew it was risky and all this stuff like that right so they all start to turn against him because they feel it's his fault that they're in that situation they could have you know been home and all that stuff right so then we get a little scene where, you know, a hot scene where Bill is shaving and stuff like that. He has his abs out, his nice pecs out, you know, he's looking all nice and hot. Weird. And Sam walks up. Sam obviously is everybody's trying to do her. We know her as the sexual character in the movie. And she starts asking Bill about, you know, his life. Bill tells her he was in special forces. He ended up leaving and stuff like that. And he bought the boat and he stayed in Indonesia because he wanted to start a new life. So now we find out a little bit about Bill, right? And so then Gordon um, is going through Jack's stuff, uh, his, his, you know, backpack and stuff like that, because his feet are, are very swelled up. They're blistered up because of the boots. They've been hiking and stuff like that. And so he, he's going through Jack's stuff and he finds some socks and he's like, cool. I'm going to use this man's socks. Great. But then as he's looking through the backpack, he finds the box with the, with the phone and the gun, you know, that the one that, that was in the other guy's boat that wrecked, he finds that box and he sees it. He has a phone. He's like, damn, we could have been using this phone to call somebody. Right. And so he's look, he's beeping on the phone. He's pressing buttons and stuff like that. And then Jack finds him and, um, he explains that if someone calls, then the expedition is over and they'll never find the flower. So that's why he didn't say anything about the phone. Right. Um, Gordon's like, yo, you're stupid. I'm, I'm going to call somebody continues to try to call somebody. Jack then gets the spider that he also had and he throws it on Gordon. Gordon, you know, Gordon gets bit by the spider and Jack then takes the gun that was in the, the box. Gordon, obviously, after getting bit by the spider, gets paralyzed and Jack returns to the crew where they're, you know, getting everything ready for the raft. They're pretty along with the raft. They're ready to leave. They're just kind of loading stuff up. And Sam asks for Gordon. Uh, Jack just tells her that he's resting his feet. Don't worry. He's going to be fine or whatever. She obviously doesn't believe him because obviously he lied about something earlier. So why trust him now? So she goes and tries to find Gordon. When she finds him, she sees that he's paralyzed and she sees the spider bite on his leg. And we get this cool shot of the anaconda being on top of the little hut they're at. And Sam leaves without knowing that the anaconda's there. And she goes and she questions Jack, like, what did you do to him? What did you do to him? As they're having the little argument, the anaconda gets Gordon and starts to eat him, and they all see the anaconda eating Gordon. Um, Bill, freaking out, goes and burns the hut to try to burn the anaconda and kill it, right? 
Um, then J- as they go back to the raft, they f- they see that Jack is taking the raft and he's going down the river towards the flower. And so now they don't have a raft to even get out of that island because they burned everything else down in that village. Not an island, whatever it is. So they they come up with the smart idea to cut through the jungle again and catch him, which, uh, I mean, you've already cut through the jungle once, right? But it makes sense here because they, he has the boat, but there's, okay, here's, here's the thing, right? There's trees everywhere. My guy, you couldn't make another raft. You really couldn't make another raft when you're in the jungle with hella trees all around you. You burned the village. You didn't burn the jungle. You feel me? I just don't get why. Okay. So, but they're like, okay, we're going to cut through the jungle again and catch him. And they say, we find that flower. We find that raft. Cause that's where he's going. So now, uh, Jack is using the phone and calls for help. He's like, Hey, there was a wreckage in the expedition. I don't know where anybody else is. I, I guess I'm the only one that survived. I'm the only one left. Um, pretty smart. You know, because by the time they come and get him, he's going to have the flowers and everybody else is going to be gone or so he thinks. Right. So now they're hiking through the jungle at night. This is Bill and Sam and all of them. Right. Except for Jack. And so they're hiking through the jungle at night. Bill, uh, you know, you can, you can hear sounds all over the jungle. And Bill says the anaconda is trying to separate them. He tells him, hey, we have to stay together. Let's just stay together. Um, and Tran says, well, you know, if they separate us, they can sense the body heat. There is not like they can't see us because of the night. Right. So they keep going down and they end up sliding into a cave and Cole is behind and loses his flashlight for a second. As he's trying to find his flashlight, he loses the group. They try to call for him, but it's a cave. So it's echoing everywhere. He gets disoriented. He goes a certain way. He starts going down the cave flashlight goes off for a second there's a jump scare of a bunch of bones just pops up right in the huge in the screen right another jump scare i mean this is probably like the third jump scare that's gotten me so far in the movie it, it, the jump i'll give the jump scares the credit right um it, they were there doing their thing okay there's a bunch of bones tran ends up finding him and is like yo we got to stick together let's go as they're going back to the group, Trans ends up falling through a hole in the cave to a bigger, like, kind of ocean area. And the snake is under there and he ends up getting eaten. So Bill goes back and tries to get Tran and Cole because Cole has finally gotten to, um, you know, or he tries to go find Cole and Tran, basically. Bill finds a flashlight and he sees blood where the flashlight is. Um, so they go back to the the girls and the girls at this point have found an exit. They see a little bit of light and it's like a little hole that they can fit through. Right. And so um, they find the exit and Bill tells them, y'all need to go. We need to get out of here now. Cause he knows that there's an anaconda in there because of the blood from his friend. Um, Cole comes behind them and the snake is now behind them. They get out one by one, the girls first, and then Bill, and now Cole. And Cole ends up getting stuck. Cole gets stuck in the hole, and they try to pull him out as the snake comes out. And as they pull him out, the snake also comes out, and the snake gets stuck. And only the head is able to get through. 
Sam out of nowhere turns into a freaking Kill Bill Katana expert and slices the Anaconda's head. It was kind of cool, but it's like, where did it come from? I You introduced nowhere that she had any sort of martial arts or any sort of strength at any point, right? There was no introduction to that at all. At this point, she's just a sexual character. And out of nowhere, she's strong, I guess, right? They could have hinted at another few things before. And I think this this scene would have made a little more sense, but they didn't, okay? And it was just kind of like, out of nowhere, she just has Olympic-level strength, right? So she sliced the the snake, um, cut the head off or whatever. Um, then Koa is celebrating like, yo, you really did that. You really did that. And then he gets got by another snake. So now multiple snakes are here, right? You just killed one. There's another one already. Bill runs towards it. I don't get it. I'd have, I'd have dipped the other way straight up. Cole, you're my favorite dude here. But I'm leaving. I can't, I, you know, RIP my mans. You know what I'm saying? I'll see you later. I'll see you in the afterlife. You feel me? But I can't go. I can't go get you, man. That's going to have to be somebody else. Um, You know, it was good knowing you. All that. But I'm not running towards the huge snake that just dragged you into the jungle. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. But he runs towards him and gets him and he sees that Cole is on top of a tree and the, the snake is wrapped on the branch and wrapped around him and he's starting to get suffocated, right? Because that's how the snakes kill him. They suffocate their prey and then if their prey is, not, prey is not moving, they swallow him, okay? So he's getting suffocated. Bill absolutely goes Black Ops 3 and just has a throwing knife and throws it at the snake's head. Kills it, bullseye over with Cole falls to the ground and he's passed out and he's not breathing. I'm pretty sure it was Sam or Gail. I can't remember. Gives him mouth to mouth. Cool. And wakes him up. Then Bill has this little badass moment where he walks towards the, the snake. He grabs a knife and he just slings it out. You know what I mean? Real badass moment. I mean, that's what a badass does when after you kill a 50 foot snake by with a one throwing knife, that's what you do is you go get your knife back. You feel me? So then we catch up with Jack. Jack gets to shore and he's hiking through the woods and he finds the flower in just bushes. Like it's a bunch of flowers and they're all bloomed. It's perfect. That's what he wanted. Right. <clears throat> then we see the group finds him. They go to sneak and get his raft, but Jack hears something in the woods. Okay. I don't know if he has a hearing aid or something, but he has really good hearing because he hears one twig snap. And he's like, okay, there's somebody here, right? Even though I left them back there, I know they're here with me, okay? So he gets alert, they find the raft, and then Jack finds them by the raft. At this point, Jack has a gun, right? Sam tells him she knows uh, what about the spider and what he did to Gordon. And Jack, like I said, has a gun. He shoots Bill in the shoulder, doesn't kill him. Kind of like a warning shot, I guess. Um, that actually hit him and he tells them to go get the flower and they can all go home cool right no but that's what jack jack just wants the flower that's all he wants so he's like yo we're gonna get the flower and then we can all go home and so they go find the flower and there's this huge like hole in the ground right and in the hole there's a, a tree 
going over the hole. It's like a little bridge. And on the other side, there is all the flowers. Um, and in the hole, there's the mating ball, the snake orgy that they talked about earlier. There's a snake orgy and they're all in the ball and, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. And um, they need to cross that little bridge um, to get to the flowers. So Jack tells Sam, hey, here's the pack. Go fill it up. Um, what? Mans makes Sam go across the bridge. So she does. She goes across the bridge and fills it up. As she's coming back, um, she falls and the, the bridge is breaking. And Jack tells her to throw him the pack or, you know, everyone's going to die or whatever. So she throws him the pack. As she throws him the pack, Bill punches him and he drops the pack into the little hole. There's a little section that it, it stops in. He drops it. Jack goes for it and grabs it after the fight with the bill with, with bill. So they have a little scuffle and then he goes and grabs the pack as he's grabbing the pack. If you remember, he also had uh, the spider with him. So the spider ends up biting him how the spider got out, I guess, because they threw the pack and the bottle opened. It kind of makes sense, but also why is the spider in such a fragile, you know, thing? It, I figured it'd be more secure than that, right? But the spider got out. He ends up biting Jack. And Jack falls with the the backpack full of uh, flowers. He's getting paralyzed. So that's why he falls. As he's getting paralyzed, he falls into the, the pit, the, the, the snake orgy. At this point, uh, Sam is hanging from the bridge. And she ends up falling too. And at this point, she's screaming. And the screams are so freaking annoying. I know people freaked out about the Babadook because the Babadook, the, the, the little boy screams the whole time and the screams are annoying. These screams are way more annoying than the kid from the Babadook. I promise you, it sounds ridiculous because that boy was annoying. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. But these screams are way more annoying, dude. They're, I mean, they're bad. So she starts screaming. She goes into there. Jack ends up getting eaten by the snakes and Sam's is Sam is able to climb up. There's a snake that's also going up to get Sam and uh, Bill ends up throwing um, a gas can to him. Somebody throws a gas can and the, the snake ends up biting the gas can. And so then Cole shoots it with the flare gun, that flare gun that was introduced earlier in the movie. How he got it, I don't know. But there's a flare gun. Um, he probably got it from train when they were in the cave or whatever. Uh, and so he shoots it with the flare gun and the, the snake's mouth starts to get on fire and he falls into the snake orgy again and it explodes. Now I didn't see because it was kind of dark at this point in the movie. It's very dark. It was very badly lit. I'll say that, but it exploded. I don't know if the gas can was inside of the snake. I thought the snake threw it and spit it out and maybe it was coated. Right. But why did it explode? It doesn't make sense that it would explode. Right. So it explodes and the walls collapse in, in the hole and they bury the snake orgy along with the flowers. Now 
They take the raft. It's the next day and they have the raft and they're going down the river. Sam and Bill share a little, hey, we we going to do something when we get to a hotel, right? They they go, you know what I mean? They going to get to know each other really well, okay? And Monkey and Gale are finally like each other. Like I said, Gale and the monkey had the little jump scare in the beginning. But now the monkey's on her shoulder and they like each other. And Cole is just doing all the work. He's the one paddling the raft as they have their little moments with each other. And uh, they talk about a shortcut, taking a shortcut to get home. And they all scream no at the same time. The end, right? It's a little funny little thing to end. Um, I thought it was funny at least. And that's the movie, man. That's that. That's the whole movie. The climax and then the resolution were like right there, like super close. It was like exposition, build, 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 climax, and then right here, and then gone. I mean, it was like you had no time to like process everything that happened. Um, and then they were like, all right, we're out. Peace. We, we, you know, we killed the anacondas. We're out. So that was the movie. Like I said, it was a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Did it deserve it? I think it didn't. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say I enjoyed the movie, man. I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you guys. I'm not going to act like, um, oh, I'm this film person and I only watch A24, like that type of stuff. Oh, no. I'm not going to do that to y'all guys, man. I enjoyed the movie. Son of a bitch. (sighs) Card ran out of space again. Anyways, like I was saying... I enjoyed the movie, man. I I don't know. I I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm not going to be that person where, you know, I I talk like, oh, this this movie was bad and blah blah blah. I'll tell you stuff that's wrong, like the leeches. Then didn't come. It didn't come up. What am I? It didn't come up anymore in the in the in the story. Like I said, like the guns and and all that stuff did. Um, obviously the characters were trash. Um, the names like you don't know the names of half of them. Um, there's too many characters, I think, um, and, and they don't have real goals. Like th- their goals don't make sense. It just, it, it was just kind of a dumb movie. But this is one of those movies where, like I said in, in TMNT, there's a way you can watch it and enjoy it without actually looking too much into it. And this was one of the one of the movies where I watched it and I genuinely I looked into it because I knew I was going to make a podcast and I wanted to take notes and stuff like that. But I found myself not taking notes at some points because I was enjoying the movie. Like genuinely I was enjoying the movie. And so I enjoyed it, man. Okay. I don't believe it's a great film with all of these things like, you know, uncut gems, everything everywhere, you know, stuff like that. I don't think it's, it's up there for sure. Right. There's definitely stuff wrong with it and all that stuff, but I enjoyed, I genuinely enjoyed the movie. Okay. Um, it annoyed me at times and stuff like that, but what can I say, man? I enjoyed it. As far as film, right? If we're going to rate it as like a film, yeah, 20 something percent. It's, I mean, it's pretty trash. Okay. I think they did a good job with the time frame of, of, you know, for their goals or, you know, the, the, all that stuff. I did a good, I think they did a good job introducing things and then bringing those things on later on in the film, like the spider and the guns and all that stuff. Yeah, cool. Um, But as far as if we're just going to say movie and then we're just watching a movie just to relax and hang out with friends and stuff like that, not looking into it and all this stupid shit that film students do, 
man, it was a good movie, bro. I say 60. I say six out of 10 or something. I don't know. It, it was okay. Okay. It was okay. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's one of those guilty pleasures that, you know, guilty movie pleasures that some people have. Like, I genuinely liked it, man. It entertained me. Um, the Anaconda CGI was trash, but if you look at it like, hey, this movie was made in 2004, you'll get over it. I promise you will. But let's get on with these reviews and then and then we'll talk about that. It says, uh, the critics consensus is obviously bad. It's 20%. And it says, a cheesy monster B movie. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing though. It's like, I get that this is a bad review. You got to look at it like that, man. You got to look at it as a cheesy monster B movie and you'll enjoy it. Now I get that it wasn't a cheesy monster B movie. It was, you know, it had a big budget. It made like 3 million in the box office. Um, I don't even think it had big, uh, Gordon might've been like a big actor, um, but I, I don't know if it had a, like crazy big actors. Um, you got to look at it as a cheesy monster B movie and it to enjoy it. You got to enjoy it as what it, it it's, it, it's not, but you got to enjoy it as that. You know what I mean? That's what it is, man. It's a cheesy monster movie. It, it, that's, that's what all the anacondas are. I mean, Jaws, I think people look at it like monster movies, differently because jaws was like so great but i mean some movies don't have to be all dramatic suspenseful and all that stuff right like you can enjoy a, a good monster movie every once in a while you know what i'm saying that's what this was that's i mean i get that it's a bad review but i think it's important to show like yes that's what it was we'll go to the next one felix felix vasquez jr from cinema crazed um it's a bad review it says it's a bad movie really bad and in the end i was just baffled that this was actually made why though man like i said it's just a monster movie dude um the fact that it was actually made i think there was a good storyline there was a good reason for them to go there all it, it all made sense at the end of the day the plot made sense it's very simple they need the flower they get to where they they need to you know to get the flower and there's an obstacle aka the anacondas in in their way and uh, you know once they realize okay we got to leave there's another obstacle jack that shows up i mean there there's it's very simple but like it's a monster movie man you don't gotta hate on it this bad you feel me we have a um we need to review one there we go I, I'm, I'm going to mess all this up. Mike Massey says, surprisingly, it takes more than 40 minutes Oh, from Gone with the Twins. Get it? Surprisingly, it takes more than 40 minutes before the Anacondas actually ensnare their first Trekker. This is the thing that I actually had a big problem with. It took way too long for the Anacondas to actually come. Okay, we see it in the first scene with the natives. Cool. And then we see glimpses of it all throughout. But the first time we actually see the anaconda and actually see the anaconda eat something or somebody, it is 40 minutes into the movie. Like it took way too long. And this movie's only an hour and a half. You know what I mean? So it took 40 minutes to get what we were there to see. Like I said, it's a monster movie, right? It's a monster movie. Show us the monster. That was my only complaint. And I have some, I have other ones like you guys heard or whatever. 
that was my 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 biggest complaint. Show us the monster, man. Um, it took 40 minutes for the monster to actually come up all the way and kill somebody. Like, this is a monster movie. Don't try to make it anything other than what it is. Just show us the monster, right? That was the only thing that really kind of made me upset with the movie, but whatever. Mark H. Harris from Black Horror Movies wrote a two, 2.8 out of 5 and said, despite shallow, been there, done that characters and plot, like I said, the action in Anacondas is well paced and the special effects are good enough, um, are good enough rubber alligator aside, that, that alligator was pretty bad, to blow 90 minutes. This is my exact point, man. I get it. It's shallow. Been there, done that. The characters suck. The plot, like I said, is very simple, but it's well paced. There's action. It's a monster movie where you just, you know, kind of hang out with friends and watch. And sure, you can make fun of it if you want to, but it's a good way to blow 90 minutes. Like, I mean, it's a very entertaining movie at the end of the day, right? So this is exactly what I'm talking about, man. It, I get all of I get all of the criticism. It's a bad film or whatever, but the movie is a monster movie where you can just relax and hang out with friends and watch a monster movie for 90 minutes. You know, it's it's nice. It's nice, I think. Then Prairie Miller from Long Island Press says picks up pretty terrifying momentum once the jungle snakes get an urge to chow down on these humans, even if everyone on the menu is on the lean side. I thought this I just thought this was hilarious because yes. Um, it does pick up once the anaconda, 40 minutes into the movie, gosh, it picks up once the anaconda actually kills somebody. But I just thought it was funny because like everyone on the menu is on the lean side. I mean, I get it. Like, are you this? I'm pretty sure this is a fat person writing this. Um, like you're just skinny phobic, I guess. But like, if there was a fat person, do you think they would even survive? Like they're in the jungle hiking for two days. Like. I'm not surviving, bro. I'm big. I'm not surviving. I and I'm not even like I guess super fat. I'm I'm a big dude. I have a belly and you know, I I would I consider myself fat, whatever. But like I'm not surviving. Like no shot, no way. If you're not in shape, I mean, you saw Gordon, right? Gordon, he's just a New Yorker black dude, you know, and and he's a, a businessman or whatever. And he could barely make it. His feet were hurting. So no shot of a fat person makes it through this trip. Whatever. I thought I thought this comment was stupid. I mean, whatever, right? Favorite scene, the everything with the monkey, right? Everything with the monkey. Loved it. Um, I don't know about bad scenes. I don't know. That's going to be it for the podcast, though, man. I'm going to keep it real simple. I mean, straight to the point. This is what we're here for. Just talk about movies and talk about anacondas in this episode so plus my camera is about to die so it's just all kinds of technical issues right here i guess but hope y'all enjoyed man i really enjoyed this movie i suggest everyone go watch it just to hang out with friends or even by yourself man just blow 90 minutes and watch the movie and relax you know you can be on your phone for it it doesn't matter um like i said next week an actual horror movie not some anacondas type stuff an actual horror movie from youtube Hopefully it's really bad because that's what I want. Um, but I don't know. Like I said, I was expecting this to be bad and I ended up enjoying it. So we'll see. Um, hope you enjoyed though. Y'all take it easy. Uh, bye.